I need somebody help. Not just anybody, but a listener of How Do We Human, the podcast where we talk about all the weird and uncomfortable micro moments in life. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Binnick. Oh, and I'm one of your hosts, Evan Cox. And today we're going to be talking about asking for help, an episode that it feels like we've done already, but it turns out we have not. Yeah, it's kind of at the the center of a lot of our issues. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is. It feels like we've hit on this and we've talked about it forever. Uh, but now we're here, and you didn't ask for my help in that intro, but I offered it. <laughs> yeah, thank with some you. Some background vocals. Yeah, and I, I definitely get by with a little help from my friends. That's true. And you are no exception to that. And when it uh, comes to my friends, mm. Evan, yes, I gotta know how you doing. Ah, I'm doing okay. Uh. I I want to talk a little bit about feet. <laughs> okay. What else is new? I so uh well first I mean hey this is our our first uh uh out of, both of us are in different states right now. How exciting is this? Yeah, so can distant. You... Can you tell, listener, by my audio that it's a little different? (laughs) Are we a couple of faraway salt bays? (laughs) (laughs) So I am in uh, Washington. I'm at my parents' house right now, and family's been over, so we've all been, you know, hanging out and uh, spending time together, which I haven't done with them in over a year and a half now. And... uh, so you know sometimes sometimes feet are great and then sometimes you just get a little bout of athlete's foot and that's what i'm dealing with right now i don't know where it came from but one of my feet not too pretty looking right now and i'm working on it you know it's always a work in progress (laughs) with the athlete's foot but normally that's something you can kind of keep to yourself (laughs) right (laughs) nobody needs to see it it doesn't i'm not going around barefoot everywhere uh but that it was the same night i noticed it i noticed it and then an hour later three different foot related conversations (laughs) that were basically asking me to show my foot (laughs) unrelated to that came up from three different people and i'm like i just kept saying no i'm good (laughs) (laughs) it was talk about like a certain type of foot massage and they were giving we were given foot massages and then talk about oh i have dad's feet you have mom's feet and then someone asked like what size shoe are you i'm like i've never had more attention put on my feet (laughs) than i have today (laughs) and i hate it that's the life of the athlete yeah uh the ever the athlete me uh my (laughs) older sister beth eventually was like seems like you're trying to hide your feet from us and i was like yeah (laughs) (laughs) but why are you trying to see them so bad (laughs) it's never happened before why now why now uh but i felt like a gross grossy because you know nobody likes an athlete (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, so that's that's been one of my awkward times here. I'm sure there will be more stories to come from this trip. But, lest I go on more stories and burn other how you doings, I just want to burn this how you doing. Chris! <laughs> yeah. How you doing? <laughs> uh, I'm doing okay. I am also in my parents' house. Yes. Uh, there has also been family gathering around. Yes. Um, I am going to talk, though, about getting here um, because I flew in a plane. You heard? Hey. Great, way uh, <laughs> great way to fly is in an airplane. <laughs> um, I... I had to take an air uh, an airline that I don't normally take. Uh-oh. Um, just Hopefully not. because of the Spirit way that the flights were scheduled. <laughs> no. Ah, oh, damn it. No, that's not a great way to fly. I don't, <laughs> it's a way to fly. What I've heard. <laughs> um, but uh, but so I I'm boarding the plane and I get to my row and you know I see my my seat uh number and there's another guy in the row already uh and he's in the window seat i'm gonna have the middle seat uh and the guy in the aisle isn't there yet um but it looks like it's gonna be a full flight so i know that we're probably gonna all be together but the guy in the window seat uh i think all of the rows had when we first boarded because it was the first flight out of the day all the armrests yeah. were up right. so that you can get into the row easily. But the guy in the window seat never like put his down. And so when I sat down, I was like, <laughs> do I put them down to like, you know, claim my space, this is my space, or is it like, or is that going to be weird? This is Facebook. And then the guy in the aisle arrived and he also didn't put down the armrest. Oh, so no. all three of us just kind of sat there the, the whole flight, each of us, maybe not, maybe we weren't all feeling this, but I was certainly feeling <laughs> the maybe awkwardness of like, do, am I the one who has to put the armrest <laughs> down or do these two guys not want the armrest down? Cause Dang. it feels like it would give us a little bit more space, but then it's, like you, you kind of worry about encroaching onto the other person's space. It's very strange that that's nobody, a, uh, yeah, that's uh, a flight anxiety that's never occurred to me. Yeah, but that is a very quick. I, I think it's mostly like in the middle seat because those other yeah. sides, you know, you can lean on the window or you know sit in the aisle, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever crazy shit you do. But when you're in the middle, it's like that immediately goes from like we've each got a seat to like three people sharing a bench <laughs> right that is that is exactly what it was, it was three people sharing a bench I've in an airplane it that way <laughs> if you could have a like a severe discount to just have a bench seat like at baseball games you could just go to the back and <laughs> uh, sit on the bench uh, would you take that discount Let's say it's a hundred dollars cheaper Oh, I mean, that's a pretty good deal. It's a good deal, especially if you're flying to Arizona. <laughs> that's a yeah, discounted but it flight. Is, yeah. The thing, though, that then you got to worry about is, like, 
who are the other types of people that are going to true pay that and that you're going to be on that bench with so i'm not i'm not sure it is a good deal though it's a good deal you don't get seat belts uh but you can oh well then that's gonna be an issue i think you can catch fly balls oh okay so (laughs) well then maybe it's all right all right (laughs) what i could have done evan is rang that flight attendant call button never to ask for (laughs) help i would never (laughs) that sounds awful oh yeah i would never do that either but that is funny was a segue it was a great segue (laughs) and that is funny that that we didn't even talk about that on the because neither of us would ever do such a thing (laughs) but like i don't know i don't know what would have to i'm so bad at asking for help and so uncomfortable asking for help i don't know how bad a situation would have to get before i called for a flight attendant i don't i can't think of a situation um terrorist i can handle it (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh yeah probably something violent or like new or something borrowed and something blue yeah yeah exactly (laughs) something violent (laughs) something borrowed (laughs) Um, something violent I think the other one would be, you know, not to get gross, uh, as we love to do on this podcast, but some sort of uh, sickness that uh, maybe you don't, maybe you're not going to ask for help, like, to clean it up, but maybe you're like, hey, do you have more towels or do you have a bag or something? Moral support. Yes. A sickness you did not ask to get down with. Correct. Ooh, ah, uh, ah, uh, uh. <laughs> Ooh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Help. I need some money. <laughs> oh, Has anyone written more songs <laughs> about help? <laughs> the Beatles, just help songs left and right. Yeah. Just yeah, that's two. a good question. Are there more songs about uh, help? help? There must be. I mean, there are some that are like, help me, Rhonda, help, help me, Rhonda. There's there's definitely like, like I feel like, you know, Lean on Me is sort of a helping song, but they don't really yeah. say it. Yeah. It's the introvert's way. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not going to ask for your help, but, you know, you know lean, I'll be on, <laughs> lean on me. I guess that's not asking for help. That's offering help, which I am good at. And that's part of what I want to talk about. We did the Enneagram test. I'm a helper. Yeah. I'm a little helper boy. I want to help everyone. And the second anyone tries to help me, I'm like, no, I'm also I'm also helping me. <laughs> I've got this. Uh, and then I immediately walk away from the situation and be like, God, it'd be nice if someone helped me. <laughs> oh, that's that's me to a T. It's a problem. Like refusing help. And then being upset that no one's helping me. <laughs> Incensed. <laughs> what the hell? Ugh. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that this is a problem. This problem might be too big for us to fix. Uh, but it is in the realm of 80% confidence. Yeah, for sure. I'm not even great about offering help. Like, I do it sometimes. You just don't I- like help 
as a concept. <laughs> yeah, I'm, ag- I'm against the concept. Of- <laughs> Every man for himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I, uh, this is something where I, like, like, I'm too, too timid to, to ask for help. Um, almost more than a pride thing. So sometimes it's pride, but oftentimes it's just, I, I don't want, uh, people to be paying attention to me. Yeah. After work one day, I went, uh, through the drive through at McDonald's. And we've talked about drive throughs We've talked about this specific McDonald's drive through before. <laughs> but uh, this is a new situation. This was at like, I don't know, 11.15 at night. Um, and I, I uh, get in line. There's one car up at the, the box. And I roll my window down because... You know, I think we mentioned in that episode, I like to be prepared for what I'm going to be asked. Of course. And I couldn't hear anything. (laughs) And then the car pulled ahead to go to the next window. And I pull up to the box. And there's just (laughs) nothing. Oh, no. (laughs) And I'm waiting. And I'm waiting. And then more cars start to get in line behind me. And I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. But then I see a sign that Mm. says... Uh, for, I think it was like for the hard of, for the deaf or the hard of hearing, pull around to the next window to order. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, that doesn't really apply to me, but maybe they've, they just don't have somebody working the intercom and you're just going to order at the next window. Yeah. And they're like two or three cars behind me at this point, And I'm self-conscious about that. There's still been no sound from the box. And so I'm like, well, I'll just go to the next window, I guess. <laughs> There's no one at the next window. Oh, no. There's only somebody at the window handing out food. And I'm like, oh, no, is this where we order and then we get our food? <laughs> but the next two cars in front of me, they go a little too fast for that to be the case. Oh, no. And so now I'm stressed, trapped in this drive through line, having not ordered anything. <laughs> And I can't like bail out. So when I get to the window, the person reads me the order of the car behind me. Take it. And I have to <laughs> just take it and run. Take it and run. They bought you lunch. Well, that's the thing. You have to pay up there too. So you oh, have to order. You, I would have to order, pay, and pay, get the food there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had then had to be like, no, I um. <laughs> for the car behind me i don't know i blah 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 and luckily my order was like two of the most common things that they make so yeah it was at least quick to get my uh quarter pounder with cheese and uh my small fry but i just all could have been avoided if i had even just at the uh box been like hello hello i never even <laughs> did that box <laughs> i just assumed no one was there <laughs> because it's safer to assume that in our yeah. stupid minds <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, I've, I've done a lot of thinking about this and i've got a story to share too on that <laughs> a similar note but like I, i've been trying to think because it does come from a place of fear for me yeah and being like what is it and i it i've landed on 
fear of rejection. Just like, what if so you, hello, I'd like to order some food? And they just said, no. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that, that'd be a terrible day. <laughs> All downhill. Um, or bigger for me is just being seen as incompetent. Like, I can't do it myself. Yeah. And I want to I want to be seen like I can do anything. <laughs> yeah, for me, it was like, I guess a mixture of both. But like being seen not only as incompetent, but as like an inconvenience. Yeah. Because I thought what well, was in my mind, it was like, if I say hello, then they're going to be like, oh, just a minute. Can't you wait? Yes. <laughs> Fear of getting yelled at also. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure. It's a lot of fear wrapped up in asking for in help. Us. Oh, yeah. In us. Also just in <laughs> us. Yes, period. In this podcast. Uh, that is like the not asking for help and then because of it finding yourself in a more difficult situation yeah. is something I'm very attuned to. <laughs> I've done it a lot in my life. But the most dramatic uh now uh, we're now at the point where it's like every episode i'm going i have i told all of these stories <laughs> <laughs> i don't don't know but there was a time i was with my uh, a group of friends uh, and my cousin in ocean shores uh at a like one of their relatives cabins we were all just kind of you know drinking having a good time party hardy and I had to work the next day. So I shouldn't have been there in the first place. But I had driven my car. And like, I would say 10 miles uh, before the site I was trying to get to, my car broke down. So this is my old car, which used to just break down all the time. But, you know, I had those stupid little, you when you when your car breaks down all the time, you've got little tricks <laughs> to get it yeah. started. I could shimmy those uh, spark plugs. Sometimes that would work or just whatever. But nothing was working. It's just like, my car's dead. It wasn't a battery thing. It's just not starting. And so uh, friends were wondering where I was. So they came to pick me up. I didn't have to ask. Fantastic. They pick me <laughs> up. I go. I drinky poo. Uh, go to sleep. I wake up early because I've just got one of those weird internal alarm clocks. Like if I have something I need to do the next day, it's like I'm just going to wake up at four yeah. <laughs> just in case to be ready, be prepared. So I wake up. It's, yeah, like four or five in the morning. And I'm like, it's... I kind of need to be driving away from here by 7 a.m. So, like, either all these drunk people, out of all of the drunk people, one of them has to be, like, waking up before 7 a.m. Seems unlikely. <laughs> or I'm going to walk 10 miles. Uh, and you can guess what I did. <laughs> yeah, I walked those 10 miles. I walked 10 miles uh, just on the side of the road. Uh, no sidewalk or anything. Just I was listening to a Paul McCartney album that was new at the time. And I will always link that <laughs> album to this long walk. <laughs> and it was like truly when I was maybe five minutes away from my car. 
I get a call <laughs> from my buddy Rob, who's just waking up. He's like, hey, man, where'd you go? <laughs> oh, I just, just, just walked to my car. He's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, <laughs> were any of us could have just <laughs> given you a ride? It's like a five-minute car ride over there. <laughs> like, yeah, but I'm almost here, so I did it. <laughs> and that's just how I live my life, and it's a stupid yeah. way to live my life. But... After all that time, I got to my car. It worked immediately. <laughs> and, and I got to work right on time. And had time to stop at McDonald's. <laughs> hey. It's a theme of this episode. Uh, go to McDonald's, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they need it. They need they, the business. Have you, have you noticed the, the, the number that says how many customers they've served it's it's stopped entirely <laughs> no one has been to mcdonald's all year that's true that's why nobody uh answered at the box when i when i pulled oh, through ghost mcdonald's ghost mcdonald's <laughs> <laughs> yeah i uh i wrote down that i do because sometimes you find yourself in situations where you're just like i have to i have yeah. to ask for help this has to happen. yeah it's gonna be uncomfortable and i've realized i'm just fully the like i don't even i don't do it on purpose i try to be a considerate person like you were saying i don't want to throw off anyone's day or anything but like hearing it back or reading back what i will say to people is like so meek and sad <laughs> But I will say, basically, I hate to bug you. <laughs> yeah. I hate this so much. I'm so sorry. I hate to bug you. But do you have a minute? <laughs> <laughs> Can I have some more? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't. I can't just... Uh, you, you, you're, you spend time around other people who are just confident people. And they're just like, hey, do you mind helping me real quick? And I've never said no. <laughs> right. I'm happy to help everyone. Uh, I can't do it. I don't know. It's not in me. No, I can't either. Um, I, that's something that I definitely struggle with, too. Uh, I definitely do that. I hate to ask. <laughs> I, ha- so I do sorry. a lot of the like. I do a lot of the, like, if this is true, then can you do this? <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's similar to, like, making a phone call. I have to really, like, psych myself up to, yeah. to ask somebody for help. And then even then, like, I'm psyching myself up to say something super, <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. I shouldn't have to, like, fully psych myself up as if... I were about to like wrestle a bear. Right. <laughs> to say, I'm sorry. I <laughs> do you are you free for like ten seconds? <laughs> <laughs> Shit's bad. I think but... uh even more than McDonald's, <gasps> the a theme of, of this podcast can be uh hey. Hey. Therapy. Hey. <laughs> And that's a thing. I think that's another like, like I know that therapy would help. That's peak asking for help. Yeah, it's hard. But it's again, it's like, well, I'm not gonna do it. I should do it. 
and I recognize yeah. the benefits. Um, uh, but I, it's, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> it's exhausting. And I'm a person that recommends therapy to every, everyone I see. Yeah. No, I just think everyone should do it. I've Everybody it probably needs it. Everyone probably needs it. It's uh, being a human's stupid. Uh, but, <laughs> but like even having done it and loved it, I've and like my insurance now, I'm just like I'm set up with this one person. I already have a doctor and it is so hard for me because I'm not seeing her right now. It is so hard for me to just like reach out and say, hey, can, can I have an appointment? <laughs> Little old me. Um, I recently emailed because I'm like, Say I just like I don't like I don't want to call I don't want to call yeah. and I've got the their email and so I emailed and I was just like hello <laughs> I'm sorry what uh sort of open you know beating around the bush what sort of openings do you have for <laughs> you know therapy <laughs> and she basically responded like ah the next open spot I have's in August and this was like three months ago I wrote this email it's like the next one is in august uh if you call this number you can set an appointment and i just never did yep that's a phone call that's a phone call and i generally like like talking on the phone but not and asking for help scenarios i've got to go to the uh eye doctor because these glasses the prescription um is like four years old at this point but uh you have to call to make the appointment and you're not four years old anymore so those glasses are not for you no <laughs> I, i'm sure that made sense but i yeah. <laughs> it lost me <laughs> uh, it's yeah it's asking for help over the phone is maybe worse than asking in person <laughs> uh i think so yeah i feel a big part of it for me is i feel like if i'm asking for help from a person it's someone i know or mm-hmm. in person it's someone i know but yeah, anytime you have to call and ask someone for something, it's probably going to be Spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> right. Whatever your inter- internet provider is, just some stranger. Uh, and that's the worst. Because they're not always helpful. No, I will say, though, uh, and maybe this will um, come back to bite me in the rest of this episode. But I'm speaking of internet, I'm pretty impressed with my parents' internet so far in this phone call because I, they don't have the fastest or yeah. the best. And uh, it was struggling the other day, but as maybe the audio will uh, not turn out the way it sounds to either one of us right now. But, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> but uh, so far it's doing okay. Smooth sailing, especially considering both of us are in that where I'm like, they're, they're, my parents' internet's fine enough, but like, like oh it's perfect for what i told my mom yesterday like it's perfect for what you guys need it for but like internet's so much faster now than it used to be (laughs) (laughs) you could really be having a better time yeah (laughs) so yeah hey looks looks good to me we don't have to ask for help i will Uh, to go back to what you're saying about uh asking over the phone or asking in person I think yes. for me, it's like email is number one, the easiest. 
easy priority <laughs> help me <laughs> maybe then i'll put in person yeah and then very shortly after that i'll put text mm -hmm. and then phone calls last out of those yeah four at least hmm yeah yeah i do not like asking over text because you get that weight yeah horrible horrible lengthy weight uh and, and when it's that an email sucks. like you're okay with the weight because you're like yeah. yeah they probably don't see their email i don't know why that is <laughs> but an email it's just like yeah it's kind of expected like this might take a few days yeah uh but a text there's always going to be that part of your mind that's like they should have responded by now <laughs> well i think it's because like uh i mean I have my email set up to come through my phone, so I really see most emails most of the time when they come through. Yeah. But, you know, not everybody does it that way. Some people just check on their computers <clears throat> or whatever. Yeah. So I think that leads you to expect that it's um, okay to wait uh, longer. But with texting, like, all we all know how many people look at their phones all day long <laughs> so it's oh, like yeah. I, I know that you know that i've texted you you've seen this uh i i had that happen and i felt bad because i hate it when that happens to me <laughs> but i got caught once <laughs> i was still living in seattle i i was just walking around along broadway on capitol hill and I think I was walking with my girlfriend at the time. And, like, we were in the middle of a conversation. And my friend Anthony texted me. Just like, hey, man, what's going on? And I didn't answer immediately because I'm like, yeah, I'm in the middle of a conversation. So I put my phone back. And then I got a phone call. And it was from Anthony. who's like, I'm across the street. I saw you just read my text and ignore it. <laughs> I was like, oh, that doesn't feel good. <laughs> Wow, that's like the worst case. These are the scenario. things that stick with people like us. Well, it's like that could happen again. I never want to be seen, and now I'm a prompt text responder when I can be. That's, I mean, both for you and for him. Like both uh, of those are just the worst. And we are feelings both, like, I can imagine. Super anxious people. <laughs> so we're both going like, "What does that mean?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's a wonder we're still such good friends. <laughs> that phone call could have ruined everything in that text. Uh, I got a, a little story I want to share related to some of some of the the, the bad experiences because some of it is, you know, when you're when you're younger, you ask for help from people and you get not good help. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And that can pile up sometimes and make you think like, well, no one can do anything. <laughs> and that's a bad attitude to have. Uh, this mostly comes into play in work scenarios for me where, you know, sometimes you got to ask for help, but you really don't want to at work because you want to seem like you deserve a raise. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you know everything. But there was a time uh, still working in Seattle at the radio station and I needed, it was like early-ish in me starting working there. So some of the technology was new to me. 
I'd done a lot of video stuff, but radio was brand new. Uh, so there was a lot of audio things that I was less familiar with that I still had to learn. And so we were working with these specific type of mic packs uh, that I needed to set up. And we had engineers. <clears throat> and over the years, over the years with engineers, I have learned to bend their ears. To <laughs> drink a few beers. <laughs> and drink a few beers. That's true. Uh, but I, I got in the case when I worked at the horse racing track, we had an engineer on site that you guy, saw the uh, a bunch of steers. <laughs> I saw a bunch of steers, uh, faced all of my fears. Uh, now you look upon them with sneers. Ooh, and I hide from their leers <laughs> and jeers. Anyways, <laughs> uh, at a certain point, little rodents stood up and I'm like, those cats are mirrors. <laughs> You said that to who? All of your peers? Yeah, damn it. <laughs> All right. Uh, over the years. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the engineer at Emerald Downs was the best. I love that guy. And he was so helpful. And I never questioned asking him for help because I'm like, he knows how to do everything or he will work at it to figure it out. He's good at being an engineer and at this radio group i'm not going to point anybody out anyone that worked with me could probably guess who i'm talking about <laughs> but there was a one of the engineers there who was just like uh we had three engineers and anytime i was stuck with this one guy i was like uh, is the other people here <laughs> <laughs> maybe they could help but this was just a situation where i was like Okay, well, I'm going to give him a name, uh, and it's going to be Steve. That was not his name. <laughs> uh, basically, the situation was this, this mic pack had a battery pack, and the batteries were not dead, but were also not powering this mic pack for some reason. Seems like an issue for an engineer. Yeah. Steve walks by. I go, well... Here I am. I found the confidence in me for this brief window of time. While he's walking by, I'm just going to ask him for help. I said, Steve, I need you. <laughs> and he comes in and is like, hey, what's going on? I tell him the situation <laughs> and he goes, oh, well, let me figure it out. Now, keep in mind, this is his job exclusively. Knowing this equipment, fixing it. That's what he does for a living and has done his entire life. <laughs> and he takes out the batteries and he makes sure they're flipped the right way. Okay. And by that, I mean he picks one way to put them in. He doesn't actually look. He doesn't seem to know that battery packs have the symbols on them. Let's say plus or minus. And he just puts them one way and goes... Well, that didn't work. Oh, here we go. That's the nice thing about batteries. You can just keep flipping them until you get it right. He picks them up in his hands, flips them around a few times, and puts them in the same way. <laughs> it didn't work. I watched this engineer do that three more times, never once actually changing the direction the batteries were facing. <laughs> What would you have done if the first time he did it, he just flipped him around and shoved him back in there? What would you have done if it worked? 
I, I would have said thanks, and I'm coming to you for everything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you did it, but you got something going on. I was just baffled, you know. Sometimes yeah. you just come across people who aren't very good at their jobs. But that was beyond that. That's You, you can't flip batteries. <laughs> And to have them be, it, uh, oh no, That's a, yeah, that was a big workplace burn for me when it came to asking for help, uh, and I've always, I will never forget that <laughs> wild moment. Ay ay ay, and I hope I've never been that person to someone else. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, we talked earlier about like offering help, and I don't really do that, but if someone asks for my help. Yeah. Even if I really don't want to do it, I'll usually do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a... My mom and I were actually just talking about that because <clears throat> I was talking about this topic with her, period. And she was saying, like, yeah, that's... Both her and I have that issue where it's, like, impossible for us to say no to somebody. And, like, working on that. It's like, yeah, because sometimes it is too much you're mm -hmm. busy you're doing stuff and i i've i realized like sometimes yeah when people will ask me to do something or to like go somewhere a more of a pre-pandemic thing it would be like i would try to just like avoid it mm -hmm. instead of just saying no like avoid the conversation and I'm like, if I were the other person, I would way rather have someone just say no to me. Yeah. <laughs> just like get all snaky and weird and not answer my questions. Like, that's terrible. Uh, I got a lot to work on. This is, this episode should come with a worksheet. <laughs> <laughs> Things to try in the following week. Uh, yeah. Just being direct. Need, I need to be a more direct person, I think. Yeah. The other thing that I'll do in my really like weak asking <laughs> for help uh, attempts is I give multiple uh, like times yeah. to fail, you know? Yep. To be like, hey, if you have time, if you don't, that's okay. But I was hoping you could help me with this. And again, if that's too much or if that's totally. not enough, I well, that's okay. Don't You won't hurt my feelings. And like there's more of that. To the point where if you're reading that, I feel like you're either like, yeah, this is no problem or, oh, maybe I should not help yeah. him. This guy's really making it sound like this is going to be a big project. Right. <laughs> no, I do the exact same thing. It's always got an addendum or not an addendum, but uh, <laughs> epilogue, <laughs> a lengthy epilogue about you really, you don't have to do this. <laughs> right. <laughs> it might not be something you want to do or maybe you're busy or maybe you just want to tell me you're busy mm -hmm. feel free to lie to me <laughs> please don't do this don't help me <laughs> yeah sincerely evan <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh and we've obviously we've talked at length about you know customer service situations but that's like it's the same to me. Like, I have just as much trouble asking for help at a store. Oh, yeah. As I do in, in the rest of any of these situations. I just I just don't like that human confrontation. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. We've talked about that in the customer service episode, I think. But just that feeling of, like, I know what it's like to yes. be that employee. 
that has to help with what to the employee is the most obvious thing because they're there every day. Yeah. They know where And someone this asked thing this is. exact question five minutes ago. Exactly. Um, so I don't want to bother them uh, to the point where maybe I just uh, uh, <laughs> leave without the product I'm looking for because I didn't find it. Plenty. I'll do that all the time. Yeah. That kind of makes me wonder, are customer service people predisposed to hate asking for help? Because it's been so much. Your day is just filled with people asking you for help, and you hate it. <laughs> you just do not. And so you get it in your head like, well, other people probably hate it when I ask for help. I don't know. That's a wild theory I just came up with. Yeah. There may be nothing there. Just Yeah, saying. I don't know. I think that there's there's maybe some truth to that because it is it is tough to know how many people really work in like a customer service retail environment Yeah. because it feels like everyone should do it. But you know that not everyone does. Definitely. So... No. It's just popped into my head that during this trip, uh, there was a time, this is a great example of how I can make asking for help feel better for some reason, <laughs> was, uh, so my sister, her husband, and daughter all came to visit, and I'm staying with my parents. They just have the one guest room and the kids' toy room. Uh, which is where I'm recording from right now. And so it was like, okay, my sister and her husband, my sister and brother-in-law are going to take the room. My niece is going to take the toy room. And I don't have a place to sleep. And so we ended up setting up a tent, as you heard in the Alone episode. I was recording from my little tent. And I slept in the tent the first night. Hey, hey, I loved it. You heard it in that Alone episode. I like being alone in a tent. It was a good time. But I woke up the next morning, and there was a big old spider in the top corner of the tent. I was like, oh, man, I hate that. I don't. How did you get in here? And did you sleep with me? <laughs> how long were we together? <clears throat> but I hate spiders. I don't want to go near them. And it was on, like, the tarp part of it. So, you know, normally, like, a wall, I'd get a cup and put it on there or something and get it out and, you know, let it go. Uh, but on a tarp, it feels like I'm going to like accidentally bump it and it's just going to fall and shoot down my throat or something, <laughs> something horrifying like Yeah. that bad. And she asked me, do you have any Pepto-Bismol? And I said, why, yes, I do. I have some Pepto-Bismol. And you can have it if you can convince your husband <laughs> to take care of a spider for me. Because <laughs> we had been talking earlier in the day
just cupped it in his hands and said, <laughs> hey, little buddy. I like the idea, and though. Put it out in the grass. That you were wearing a cup to get rid of spiders. <laughs> you never know what it's going to go for. <laughs> Gotta wear a cup. <laughs> well, that just, yeah. Uh, the point of that story is just that. I was, my mind was blown away <laughs> watching him do that with his hands. But still, that is a perfect example of a silly, stupid way where if that hadn't come up, I would have just shared the tent with that spider the next three days very unhappily. And that's oh, stupid. see, I would have at least tried to get it out of there. <laughs> nope. Not a chance. <laughs> I do like the, the kind of one-for-one, one, you know, I scratch uh, your back if you scratch mine kind of deal. I like, uh, I like doing, doing things that way. That's usually how we, like, like at work, oh, well, I'll work for you this day if you can work for me that day. Um, although this week I had to ask my coworkers, uh, hey, can you, can somebody work for me? There's a situation that's come up. I need yeah. somebody to work for me. Um, and my girlfriend was able to pick up one uh, of those shifts for me. And nobody else has picked up those other ships. Oh, man. So I have achieved a How Do We Human uh, exclusive, <laughs> which is to say I have, for the first time, called out from work. Woo! <laughs> yeah. <Dang. laughs> That's an exciting development. You're the like, revolution has begun. You're uh, on your way to <laughs> stepping in dog poo-poo. <laughs> <laughs> No, still no dog poo-poo. Oh, man. That's amazing. Uh, just a full-on, like... <laughs> or just a, like, I'm not coming in. Basically, and I'm not coming in. There's... I have um, the... I forget what it's called. Uh, but, like, the... Is it the... It's the abbreviation FASA. is... No, uh, <laughs> that's something different. You're on the right track because it does start with F. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. FAFSA is what you're applying to college. Yeah, that's for financial aid. Um, uh, financial Medical Leave Act. Yes. FMLA. Yes, FMLA is, is what I uh, had applied for in the spring nice. um, and have just had and not used uh, this whole time. But... Uh, uh the now has been a good time for totally. me to uh use it uh yeah. so and uh, listeners i'm sure we'll get more into it in uh future episodes but Certainly. this episode's not the time for it um but so but so that was what i uh used for that and we'll have to use probably tomorrow and uh maybe the I'm next gonna, day i'm gonna say that's its own little form of asking for help i i had never and this is just a fucked up thing about america not yeah. to get, oh, but like i'd never heard of that before in my life until my therapist mentioned it to me my previous job which was so shitty and she it, it that's another good part of seeing a therapist is when you have someone to just like a professional to validate like yeah, your job is bad. <laughs> These people are treating you terribly. <laughs> and, and you have a right to be furious. And she told me about the FMLA and she's just like, 
like truly like if it's just an even a, just like an anxiety thing you're you're just having a hard time with it you can do it you can just say i'm taking time off and they don't have to ask or they're not legally allowed to ask right. what's going on uh and more people should know about that you've got that right little americans out there <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's at the end of the day it really is kind of a like oh that's that's another fucked up thing about America. Fucking hey. Yeah, no, that should just be a given. But and I what think can that we'll do? definitely get into that sentiment in, a, in uh, <laughs> some future episodes because I've got some some thoughts on that. But uh, uh, yeah, we'll we'll save that for later. Oh, uh, tease, tease the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I was uh, gonna ask if you've got anything else. Uh, that you would like to bring up in this episode. That's pretty much it. I wrote down uh, just, just a broad thought, and maybe we already... I don't know, yeah, we haven't really talked about this, and we don't have to talk too much of it, but just in a broad sense, uh, aside from asking for help, which I have uh, trouble with, I also just don't accept help, even if I don't have to ask for it. I And I will accept help. That's not to say I, I shouldn't say I don't, but I... My brain my subconscious just immediately tells a person no if they say like hey do you need help with that even if i'm struggling i'm like no i'm good it just comes out of my mouth even if i immediately think like no yeah i i need help <laughs> i need help real bad right now that was me with my bleeding finger in the the previous episode where it's like hey do you need help it's like no <laughs> yeah i i think that that's something that i do too just to meet in a a, a reflexive yeah. refusal of help because the other thing that i'll do is think to myself oh this person thinks i can't do this exactly like oh, you think i can't do this by myself you think and i then, can't bleed out by myself and then after the uh <laughs> the situation is resolved and they have then they have helped yeah um you're like oh well that was so much better because they helped <laughs> yeah it, every time i and i'm just uh i'm a a second time i just need that second i need you sure i need someone to just like mm. actively put f extra effort in to make me feel like clearly i need it and clearly they actually want to help yeah yeah that uh, is and always i shouldn't helpful. need that yeah that's, no that's that's a... uh step one on the the worksheet for this episode it's just like both of us. The next time someone's like, "Hey, do you need help with that?" Yes. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be hard. I don't think I could do it, uh, but I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to just say, "Yeah." Yeah. Yeah, I think I've that's a good. A that's a good uh, plan of attack for the future. We all need help, kiddos. We, <laughs> that's right. Children gather around. We all need help. And every week we need a little help wrapping this thing up you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you know what I, mean? I know what you, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean it was, yeah it just kind of was a, a <laughs> disorienting with how slow it was <laughs> uh, i get that complaint a lot <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, there are certainly ways that, uh, you can help us, uh, oh, yes. 
We love us for helping this way. Yes, and it's to uh, no avail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a this is an example of kind of like me asking people to cover my shifts, and nobody <laughs> seems to want to do it. I mean, we keep asking you to help us by uh, uh, leaving us five star reviews and yeah. following us on uh, anywhere that you get your podcasts, whether that be Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Amazon Music, Pocket Casts, uh, HowDoWeHuman.com, anywhere uh, that you can get your podcasts, uh, you yeah. know, we'll be there. You can lean on us. Please. And we've still got that one, uh, that one single one star uh, rating. So we're at a, yeah. a full on 4.8. Help us get let's, back up. We, we, let's let's get to a 4.9 at least. Yeah. You loves us. Yeah, <laughs> you can also uh, follow us on our various social media platforms. Uh, that is another way to help us. And I'm hey. talking about Instagram at How Do We Human Pod. We got no, that. How Do We Human? And How Do We Human? Oh, shit, we get that handle. Fuck, uh, you should get that oh. handle just to confuse people. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We should just post all the same images, but upside down. Yeah, <laughs> the upside down. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at How Do We Human Pod. Uh, see, now I'm I'm gone. I, I... <laughs> we had that handle. We didn't have the handle. Now it's Twitter. We tweet those tweets. That's right. <laughs> That's what we do. That's what we do. You can follow us on uh, Facebook at How Do We Human. You gotta get that handle. You can reach out to us via email at howdohumanpod at gmail.com. I do not think you're ready for that handle. Uh, Evan, do you have anything else that you'd like to plug? Just a little, you know, since being home, my mom does a lot of DIY stuff, uh, which is really cool. DIY crafting things, putting stuff together, making stuff out of old stuff. Uh, so I've decided in my... Do you like making stuff? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I feel like making stuff. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, in my, my fight to help the environment uh, turn, turn the dirt to mud. Right. Um, I want to make a DIY car, something we can all put together. You know, on our own. Do it yourself. Don't ask for help. Do it yourself. <laughs> DIY. Do it yourself. Do it yourself. Don't. Uh, that's uh, yeah. Uh, Etsy. That's what they push out there. They're like, don't ask for help. We're not here to help. I'm just. This is what we did. Do it yourself. <laughs> Anyways, this car. Everything is made of coffee cans. Uh, coffee can car. Spark plugs. Little coffee cans. Camshaft, little coffee cans. Alternator, little coffee cans. Uh, I'd like to think, my scientific brain thinks the residual caffeine left over from uh, old coffee grounds that might still be in there should be enough to create the energy required to move. So, you know, light a spark and let's get this uh, coffee can on the road. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, great. Yeah. And then uh, once I've done it, do it yourself. (laughs) 
What do you got going on? Evan, I don't know if you know this. There's been a kind of frightening trend in the news of late. I think I was just reading about this. Yeah. Um, celebrities, your Ashton Kutcher's, your mm-hmm. Mila Kunis's, uh, your Jake Gyllenhaal's. Oh? Many celebrities are getting out there in the press and saying, Ooh. hey, I don't ever uh clean myself <laughs> i'm often unwashed unbathed i was not just reading about this oh were you reading about uh oh i was reading about Afghanistan? Milk, crate. <laughs> milk crate trends oh yeah <laughs> people are climbing milk crates and almost dying it's yeah hilarious and stupid yeah, no, but my business is... Uh, and I was hoping Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis were <laughs> joining in the, the milk crate trend. <laughs> no, I'm no, creating a, an A-list celebrity business <laughs> where I just go to um, celebrities' homes and I uh, bathe them. <laughs> Why'd you get so close to the mic? <laughs> I didn't like the way that felt. <laughs> So if you're a, if you're a big time celebrity, if you're oh, that great big celebrity across the street, oh, let me come bathe you. <laughs> That's my business. I put the lotion on your skin <laughs> after the bath <laughs> for moisturizing, right. not for wearing. Right. N- don't wear skin. Do it yourself. But don't wear skin. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a fantastic idea. I had no idea these uh, celebrities were disgusting. Yeah, a lot of them uh, are. It's basically like, well, if I haven't sweat at all, then I don't need to bathe. Hmm. Seems to be a lot of their. Who gets through a day without sweating, though? It's a good question. And probably people with 80% confidence, Evan. So maybe that's, that's the secret. True. Maybe you and I have to uh, bathe so often because we're in a constant state of panic. That's true. Uh, yeah. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, probably not as much. Oh, but let me bathe you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, uh, bye. <laughs> uh, yeah, how do we human for Jeopardy hosts? Bye. <laughs> <laughs>